I mean, where else can you see grace fully? Light. Beloved, there is a perfect plan set over your life. You better walk forward in full Godfidence. Hey guys, it's Gracie. Have the best day ever. Hugs, loves, and blessings from above. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry belated Christmas. <laughs> you guys, uh, welcome to my podcast, See Grace Fully. Merry belated Christmas. Happy almost New Year. Wonderful holiday. I am so so excited to be joining you here tonight on this wonderful Christmas slash New Year week. Like, you guys, 2018 is done. We've made it. Almost. God willing. But we've made it, guys. It is the end of 2018. Is it just me or did that year go by so fast? Unlike anything I've ever experienced. You know how, like, some of our seasoned people in life yeah, the seasoned ones, they always say like, oh, the older you get, the faster time goes. I'm convinced. They got me convinced because I swear to God, man, like every year seems to go faster and faster. Where did 2018 go? Where? How, Sway? What? But anyways, merry belated Christmas. I cannot wait to celebrate the new year and see 2019, God willing, I want to know what you guys did for Christmas. How was it? Did you have so much fun? Oh, wait, hold on. Pause. Welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Welcome to my podcast. See Gracefully. I am your host, Grace. And we are here to have an amazing holiday special episode for you tonight. Okay, you guys, it's going to be all about, of course, light, love, laughter, all of those good things, but sprinkled with the little seasons, tidings of good news and joy and, I don't know, gingerbread houses and sugar ornaments. I don't know. (laughs) I have had the most amazing Christmas. Thankfully, I was able to come home. Home is... Columbia, South Carolina. No, I am not from Columbia, South Carolina, but this is where my parents decided to retire. So that is my home. Being that we were military kids growing up, we don't have a home. So home is where the army sends you or where your parents are at the time. So I am actually literally right now, (laughs) if you guys could see me, I'm literally in this makeshift studio. Um in my parents house i am in a closet of a guest room in the basement of my parents house i have taken some comforters and some pillows and you know i brought my mic and equipment with me some of my equipment with me to be able to record this podcast episode for you guys because i did not want to wait and uh a week i didn't want to take a week off i wanted to make sure that you guys got episode eight on time in time to kick off this new year or really to close out this year so we can go ahead and kick off the new year 
And what better way to do that than with what we're going to do tonight, you guys. We are going to have another epic episode and segment of our men's monologue. I know it went over so well last month with our fellas. And so, of course, I am bringing it back. We are going to do this. I'm going to go ahead and call it every last Thursday of the month. I'm going to make it the men's monologue where we just invite fellas on for their insight about particular topics. I interview amazing men who have amazing things to say and a great perspective that they're coming with. So I'm really excited to dive into the topic tonight without giving too much away yet. Make sure you stay tuned because you are not going to want to miss this. In fact, after I finish up with these announcements and the intro, we're going to dive right into it because I As I know last time, we literally had to make that episode an hour long. I'm going to try to stay within our 30 minutes tonight, but I want to make sure we give the fellas as much floor as they need. So I'm not even going to do anything else. All we're doing is our men's monologue. We're going to, of course, do our spotlight star, and then we'll close out with our verse of the week. But everything else, we're going to dedicate to our fellas tonight. Okay? Okay. So let me go ahead and get through with this house cleaning Or why do I always call it house cleaning? It's housekeeping. Someone corrected me. It is housekeeping. Making sure I'm keeping the house, keeping things in order, letting you guys know what is on the agenda. (laughs) So I'm not cleaning the house. I'm keeping the house. So yeah, if you know of anyone that would be a spotlight star of the week candidate, an acts of grace candidate, or if you have a question and want to send me in a grace note, by all means, please email us at cgracefully at gmail.com. That is the letter C, G-R-A-C-E-F-U-L-L-Y at gmail.com. Be sure to put in the subject line what you're submitting for. Okay? Okay. So, Ah, gosh, I'm so excited. I'm ready to get into it. So I'm not even going to hold us up any longer because we have so much to cover. And I want to make sure y'all hear these fellas out, okay? So we're going to dive right on in to our men's monologue. All right, you guys, and we are ready to dive right on into our men's monologues. You guys, I'm so excited about this segment. It was received so well last time. So we are going to incorporate this monthly. Every last Thursday, I'm bringing the fellas in. Okay, okay. So today's topic, I don't know if you guys have seen, but there is this video floating around social media where the husband or boyfriend, I don't know who he was exactly to her, but he wraps like four or five gifts She proceeds to open these gifts, and within each of these gifts, he has on pieces of paper written different bills that he has paid throughout the year consistently. And he goes, because of me, you have a roof over your head, you have a car to drive in, you have a phone to talk on, and your lights are on. And you should be very grateful and thankful. And he's very proud of himself, as he should be. Um, so I just want to kind of dive in. There were, there were a mix of comments. Some people were saying he was super petty. (laughs) Some people were saying, yo, can I get him to pay one of my bills? Uh, I wouldn't be mad, honestly, if I could get one of my bills paid because I live in LA and rent out there is no joke. So (laughs) 
<laughs> I wanted to get some insight from our fellas. What do you guys really feel when it comes to this type of topic of provision? Right? Okay, so today I have my dear friend Ron joining us to talk about what he feels about this video. So y'all say what up, Ron? What up? What up? <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. No problem. Yes, sir. All right. So we are just going to dive right in. I have a couple of questions. Just tell me how you really feel from the male perspective. We want to hear you out. This is your space, your safe space to just talk it out to us. Okay. So the very first question is, does the expectancy of a traditional role validate his behavior? So basically, if he's traditionally signed up to be the head of the household and the provider of that household does this behavior therein is it now validated can he say yo these are all my gifts to you because i am the head of the household and i provide what, what are your thoughts on all of this ron i mean watching the video i was rolling i ain't even gonna lie <laughs> i was laughing my face off a little bit <laughs> uh, you know I'm 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 not gonna say that he should have done that, but I am gonna say that I do understand. Okay. However, however, I mean to answer your question, um, about him signing up for that job after having done said job, should that be his, you know, attitude, thus his behavior? I guess it depends on how you look at it. I think the word that comes to mind is um, gratitude. If neither party have gratitude, you'll get that result. Right. Everything you do um, for anybody, regardless of whatever arrangement that you have, should be uh, first agreed upon, also done in love. Mm -hmm. Anything not done in love will never have gratitude attached to it. Mm -hmm. But yet, at the same time, it goes both ways. Uh, anything not received in love will also not have gratitude attached to it. I know. I'm the last one who wants to get into the battle of the sexes because uh, <laughs> traditionally we never win. So, oh no, uh, <laughs> is that how you really feel? Uh, yeah, right. Don't mean you run when you when you talk to to the, to the ladies. A lot of times, you know, <laughs> just because you're right, don't mean you won. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just apologize. Say you love you. Say <laughs> I love you, and you're sorry. That's it. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you win. You 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 wave the white flag and, and, and hug it out. Life, huh? And, <laughs> mm -hmm, and just and just be quiet. You know that that, <laughs> that, that helps sometimes too. <clears throat> Most of the time, all the time. Uh, but <laughs> but no. Uh, as far as tradition is concerned, tradition is a is a is a loaded word. Mm. A loaded word given to us by, you know, a passive example by, of parents and grandparents and a word that we're having to kind of redefine, I guess, today. Yeah. But back to the video, said, I mean, if my man is paying the bills, then come Christmas time, she's like, what's up? And he like, look what I've been doing for you all year. You have two different ways to respond to both reactions. My man was more grateful for what he did than for her. Mm. Ooh. Uh-oh. You finna preach, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I mean, the dirt, the dirt slings both ways. Yeah. 
That's real. If 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 somebody's done their part and you're not grateful, um, it might be a demonstration that somebody on one side didn't do theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, which is not to say she didn't do her part. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes. I guess frustration leads to retaliation. Dang, that's like a whole um, nother topic, man. You, you, oh uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, when you when you give when you give and it and it gets one sided, yeah. you know, you can get frustrated. You know, thus powerless petty antics like my man pulled. Though yeah. it was funny, it was funny. I'm not even gonna lie. But in the long game, we we fellas know that 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 would you know you would get a form of instant gratification in a, in a momentary victory to pay for the rest of your life. So on the flip side of that, um, to have received such provisions, received such a glorious, wonderful gift of someone literally seemingly take care of you, you would ideally have two reactions. Well, based on one that maybe she was grateful all year, you know, Right. In an ideal world, brother, would be like, you know, it'd have been nice to be like, yeah, you're right, daddy. You'd have been doing all of this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, come here and get your real gift. Come here and get your, come here and get, come here and get, you know, some Mrs. Santa Claus right hey. now. Because you're going to get all of this. You know, in an ideal world. Watch out now. That's, that's real. I that kind of takes me into my other question I wanted to ask you. What would be like an expected or like an anticipated show of regular gratitude? You know, okay, that that is big. You know, if he's taking care, providing for all the bills and making sure that his his house and his woman are well taken care of, she's got a roof over her head, food to eat, a car to drive. What is something that I guess he would feel okay with seeing as like a regular show of gratitude. Like, Hey, I feel good. Cause I know I'm, I'm not taken for granted. I know she appreciates all of this stuff because she shows me what would be like a regular show of that, that she could do. Okay. It depends on once again, perspective. Um, so the word that comes into mind right now is maturity. So I don't know. Maybe somebody who's not grateful would be, you know, the way that she was in the video. But, you know, to, to, to grown folks, when, when insurance start getting sexy, when, when bills getting paid start getting sexy, and, like, <laughs> right. you know, when, when car notes and, like, you know, security and jobs start getting sexy, you know, those would have been great gifts. Absolutely. You know? I'm Every like... box she opened, she'd have been hollering and screaming. Right. Can I get my ring? Every box. <laughs> and, and and then ask the question, you gonna do it again this year? Like Right. You know. I I think a I think a good response would have been, you know, a worthy shout. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice look thank you God, you know what I'm saying? Not to him but to God, you know, yeah. that I got somebody in my life that'll be willing to do this for me. Yeah. Um, that loves me this much that they lay down their life every day to pay these bills. And maybe it's not even about the bills, but the fact that somebody kept a end of the the negotiation, if you will, the end of the bargain, and 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 committed, and, and character is a very, 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 very difficult commodity to find in this in this society. Mm. Oh, you Especially preach- in LA. You preaching on a whole other topic again, man. We gonna character have to bring you back, right? <laughs> you just gave me like two other show ideas already in like the last five minutes. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. it. I love it. Well, the last question I really want to dig into. 
do you think, because we, like you said earlier, we're kind of at a weird cusp where we're uh, redefining tradition, if you will, or traditional roles even. How do you feel about women nowadays who are screaming the, you know, the independent woman thing, I can take care of mine, you know, one minute they're singing, all my ladies, we independent, throw your hands up at me, and the next minute they're singing, can you pay my bills? You keep my telephone bills, you know what I mean? So it's like, do you think women are trying to like get the best of both worlds that have that viewpoint? Or what is your thought about women? I've heard it from guys here and there, but do you think women are kind of trying to straddle the fence where when it's convenient to them, they want to play the traditional role of have the man be the provider, but then say he's not providing enough, they want to throw it back in his face and you know, now they're misindependent or I can do for my own or I can do better for myself. You know what I mean? Like, how do you feel about that type of a, of a vibe? Because I saw a lot of that in the comments. People are like, oh, I don't need him to pay my bills. I can pay my own bills. But then you get mad when he pays the bills <laughs> and you, you know, like, how, how do you feel about that? How do guys perceive this whole movement, if you will? I mean... A person declaration and attitude is is you know, everything. Mm-hmm. As far as throwing up a flag of independence, I think we need to really get clarification of what that really means. I mean, any narrative that says I don't need you is not love. Yeah. Any any narrative that says that you're not necessary also is not love. Not only that, but it's also destructive. Yeah. But at the same time, the independent woman is more or less a reaction to the absence of, 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 of a real, you know, male presence with real character attached to it. Mm-hmm. So it's a response, you know, for survival. If, if anything else, not so much. I don't think it's just a, a narrative of separation based on just, you know, because I have my own, I don't need you anymore. And I don't think it's just that. However, as far as tradition is concerned, I think people nowadays just have to come up with their own terms and own rules and negotiate those uh, dimensions amongst themselves and make sure that whatever you negotiate, you keep up your end of. Right. Uh, me and myself, I, I do believe in more traditional roles, but you know, in an ideal world, it would be that she can, but she doesn't have to. Mm. I think redefining um, what it means to be even a masculine man is, is something that's, you know, now being redefined. Uh, I've had mentors and pastors in my life kind of define that as someone who is providing an atmosphere for somebody. Yeah. Uh, providing not just, you know, physical things, but, you know, spiritual things. Absolutely. Uh, even in the video, I mean, if this guy is giving you everything in the world, perhaps on his end, the best gift would have been something more sentimental or meaningful since all bases are covered. Perhaps on her end, instead of a you know, a response of, you know, feeling that you've been slighted, perhaps the same in return. You know, something more sentimental, something that meant something to the other person, since all bases are covered. But in any case, if somebody falls short of what they proposed in that negotiation that they were going to do in this relationship, whether it be you work and I take care of this, and, or I work, you take care of that, or you take care of mama, or I take care of mama. You, you, you cover this, or I cover that. We're a team. We have to agree that these are our ends to carry this load to get across to the other side, no matter what that is. Everybody has their own challenges. 
Right. Everybody has their own individual destinies. Right. That if you decide to get with somebody else to join those, you, it has to be a team. The Bible says that a house divided will not stand. You must do everything in love. But I, I think that love is a big word that attaches behind it a wagon of responsibility. Absolutely. From both from both sides. There's, there's accountability and responsibility on both sides, and hopefully, in a perfect world, you have two hands being raised in a relationship to say, hey, look, this is my part, and I'm doing it out of love and nothing else. Doing it out of love and responsibility and nothing else. Boom. There it is. I love that, Ron. Thank you for your incredible insight. I already know that like this segment's about to be replayed and played and replayed over and over again because you just dropped so many gems, so much knowledge on all of the listeners tonight. So I just want to say huge thank you for taking the time. Thank you for for opening our eyes <laughs> even to a lot of things. I, I love where your head is. I love the thought process. I agree wholeheartedly and I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us again. All right, you guys, that, as you heard, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So I just I just want to encourage you guys, take take what Ron said, because he really, honestly, he was just a vessel just now, you guys. Um, no matter where your stance was with your views on that video, Ron just, like, opened up a whole can of stuff for us to just ponder on and marinate and, and chew on. So we thank him for coming on. And thank you for joining us for Minz's monologue, Moving Right Along. Our Spotlight Star of the Week this week is a really special, wonderful artist, Dove and Grammy-nominated international recording artist, Miss Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Check her out. to the King, Jesus Christ,
family, it's your sis, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, international recording artist right here. And I want to shout out my little sis, C. Gracefully. Gracie Matt, you're doing a wonderful job. Keep letting your light shine. Keep it locked right here on the C. Gracefully Show. Tanya Dallas-Lewis's voice has enabled her to travel some very special roads. She's shared the stage with artists like Donnie McClurkin, Yolanda Adams, Fred Hammond, Mary Mary, Richard Smallwood, and many, many more. The angelic voice of Tanya Dallas-Lewis serves as the perfect example of what happens when we allow our gifts to make room for us. Charting on all three gospel music charts, Tanya won the 2018 Steeple Award for Female Artist of the Year. For the second spring in a row, Tanya has made an appearance on the 2017 and 2018 first round Grammy ballot for her single, Rhythm in You, and her official music video for the song, respectively. This year, she made an appearance on the first round GMA 49th Annual Dove Awards ballot for Gospel Artist of the Year. From first listen, the sound of Tanya Dallas-Lewis is angelic, uplifting, and inspiring. Her current single, Crazy, is taking the music industry by storm. You guys, I just want to say that she personally is someone that I have looked up to for years. I love her sound, her spirit, her energy. Everything about this woman is incredible. And God has truly placed an enormous gifting upon her. So I just want to say once again, congratulations to Miss Tanya Dallas-Lewis. Thank you so much for being our Spotlight Star of the Week. Keep shining, sis. I love you. Our verse of the week this week comes from Proverbs 27, verses 1. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Ooh, this is good, you guys, especially as we're rounding out this year. I just want to stop and remember that not everyone that is with us right now may get to see 2019, and that is very real. Not to be morbid, but that is very real. So I think it's very important that we not take any second for granted, that we don't assume that the next day is promised to us. You don't know what the next day is going to hold. So be present, be in the moment, be around for what is happening in front of you right now. Be thankful, be grateful for what is going on. So love on your families if you're at home. Love on your people around you. No day is promised. Act as such. Okay, you guys, thank you so much again for joining me. I love you guys so much. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I will see you guys right here next week on Sea Grace Queen. Hugs, loves, and blessings. Bye-bye. Bye.